In this week's episode of the Cross Yas podcast, I have my interview with Megan. I also discuss my Yas of the week and month going to the survivors of the coronavirus. And finally, Kirsten talks about her COVID-19 experience and what to expect with the future of COVID-19 and how society will kind of look like. Took a little bit of a hiatus, guys. Been busy with work and whatnot, but I am back um, with this episode. So this is episode 48 of the Cross Yas podcast. But you guys missed me, didn't you? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yes podcast. Which is Elm here, so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing and gender. I'm Giselle Mirasol, your cross-dressing host. You'll find me on Instagram and Twitter at Giselle Mirasol, and you'll discover the podcast online on the brand new website, www.crossyaspodcast.com. That's www.crossyaspodcast.com. And I'm sure you'll have opinions on what you hear from today's episode, and you're probably going to want to have to say something, right? I don't know if you want to chime in or you want to share your personal story because you think it's worth sharing on the podcast, cross-dressing or gender-related. Or, I don't know, you just want to talk on the podcast? Because, you know, a lot of you guys like to talk. And if you're tired of lying to yourselves and others about your cross-dressing or your gender or your sexual orientation, you know all that jazz. And if you're wondering, hmm, can I talk to someone about this? Well, duh. You know the answer. It's allowed. Frickin'. Yes! I'm that person. I'm that one you should talk to. This is the podcast you should be revealing all that information to. You can hit me up. You can talk to me. You can just tell me your damn story. If you email the podcast, Giselle at crosstheyaspodcast.com. That's G-I-S-E-L-L-E at C-R-O-S-S-Y-A-A-S-podcast.com because I will respond to you and we can get your story on the podcast. So end of May, guys. Hope you guys had a busy month. I sure did. Took a little hiatus there, but... I'm back, baby. No real news to report. COVID has been hitting the U.S. and the rest of the world pretty hard. I think we're approaching 5.8 million cases in the world with over 360, 370,000 deaths reported, possibly way more because a lot of countries are underreporting it and testing isn't as readily available around the world. But someone close to me has just tested positive for COVID. My mom who works in a nursing home, tested positive about two weeks ago. So she is quarantining herself at home. I don't live with her, but she lives with my aunt and my cousin at the house. But she is doing well. She had symptoms. She had a fever and all that other stuff. She was sick. She was a little bed rest for a day or two. But she had a cough, she said. She still kind of has a lingering cough, but she's doing okay. She has a history of other stuff, breast cancer, diabetes, all this other stuff, but she's doing okay. And she's not the only one doing okay over, I think, two and a half million cases worldwide for the people who have tested positive coronavirus have recovered. So that's a promising, promising sign. So my yes of the week and yes of the month really goes to those people who have recovered. And thank you to the healthcare workers and the people helping to keep people safe. Thank you. And my yes of everything goes to you guys for staying alive and keeping surviving. So Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Good job, guys. Keep on trucking, keep on moving. And that was the... Yes! ...of the week. As far as this episode, I have my interview with Megan, who's a wonderful guest who reached out to me via email, giselle at crosstheyaspodcast.com. She wanted to tell her story. She's an amazing person. You guys will love her story. Talk for a little bit. Hope you guys enjoy it. And if you have questions or concerns you guys want to talk about or 
things you want to say, go ahead and email Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com and I'll get back to you and we can do something. We can talk about it. So yeah, enjoy this episode. And at the end, Kirsten talks about her own COVID-19 experience and how she expects the world to look like, what it's been like for her in Kirsten's Corner. So stay tuned to the end of the episode. Stay safe, guys. Enjoy the episode. Let me know what you think. Thanks. Hey guys, just want to talk about Anchor real quick. You know how I love Anchor so much. They've helped me so much with this podcast. It's free, and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Really, guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead and go to it. It's great. Uh, well, welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. Megan, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Cool. Well, um, you found the podcast a couple of days ago, or now it's like four or five days ago. And yay. And I'm, now you're on the podcast. Oh, thanks. Well, you want to first start off by introducing yourself and all that jazz? Uh, yeah. My name's Megan. Uh, sometimes, I guess. Um, <laughs> 33. I'm from Texas. Work full time. More More time than I'd like, probably, but... Mm. yeah i guess who doesn't right right especially uh right now with i'm interviewing during this whole like covid situation thing how's that been for you uh, i've been busier than ever oh okay okay uh what have you been doing like being busy like are you working right now yeah working uh what do you do uh, i work on like alarms and cameras oh okay security and... stuff like do you install them or do you like i don't know just kind of how do you do that from home uh i don't oh okay uh so i'm I'm out in the field i'm install them service and do i'm kind of a i do it all i do the cells and every everything exciting very very (laughs) much so So this is a cross-dressing podcast. Uh, what brings you as far as to the cross-dressing aspect? Are you a cross-dresser? You know, that sort of stuff? Yeah, I am uh, for a long time with mm-hmm. lots of periods where I haven't. Uh, it's, it's just it's something that I've been trying to, I guess, accept about myself lately. And it's been, it's been a journey. Hmm. Do you want to start off with how that journey started? Uh, sure. So it, it started off when I was real little, probably like five or six, I think. I don't, I don't, I don't remember exact, exact <laughs> ages, but my dad and a neighbor, they went out for Halloween, of course, Halloween. Uh, they went out dressed, you know, for their costumes. And, and I don't know, they just had a lot of fun. And, and I, I guess I just took, took it from there and then I saw how, how good he looked, even though now looking back, he didn't look that good. <laughs> right. Uh, the nineties. So what do you expect? They had fashion back uh, in the nineties. They had a little bit of fashion. <laughs> not, not my dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I saw how much fun he had and, and how good I thought he looked. And, and so I, you know, later on after they were done, I tried his stuff on and, you know, ever since then I was hooked. Hmm. Do you remember um, what he wore? <laughs> yeah, it was like some black or blue dress. It was kind of sparkly. Ooh, okay. okay. 
from there, I mean, I, I didn't do anything for a while. I think I, I did some, you know, in, in secret. It's always been in secret. Maybe four or five years later, when I was in like fifth grade, sixth grade, like middle school age, I guess. And I started just doing that, you know, with my mom's stuff. And then, I don't know, I, I didn't do it for a while after that, until after high school. And that was, that was when, you know, when I had a job and I, would, I could buy my own stuff. So how old were you there? About like 19, 20, 22, like that? Or? Uh, I graduated when I was 17. So I was 17. Okay. So then I started buying my own stuff and, you know, I, ma- I had a pretty big collection of things. And it was, again, it was just always me by myself. I was always too scared to tell anybody. Really until recently, I guess. And still, even then. <laughs> so eventually, you know, I moved out on my own. I had a big collection. But then I started feeling like ashamed and guilty of myself. And mm-hmm. eventually, you know, I, I threw everything away. I purged. That was mm. one, of, one of many. Mm. Um, you know, I always regret that. But at the time, it feels right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then... When I was 22, 21, 22, like, like uh, 2008, that was when I met my wife, or future, future wife at the time. Uh, okay. She, she came, I met her because she she was affected by the Hurricane Ike at the time. Oh, okay. I, I met her online on uh, hotornot.com. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or it was like the Facebook version of it or something, I don't know. Right, anyway, right. Anyway. It was, it was stupid at the time. It was stupid. <laughs> um, but, you know, from then I didn't, for about 10 years, I didn't really dress. You know, maybe, maybe here and there, off and on, like, like little, little bits here and there. Like if she was gone or something on, on business or something. Right. But I didn't dress for a long time until probably 2017. Whoa. Yeah, it was a long time. Like it was always like on my mind, but I just, I didn't. I don't know. I, like it was on my mind, but I didn't like have the urges to do it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, what happened in 2017 that the urge came back? Well, leading up to that, like earlier in 2017, one of my friends uh, made the comment of, "It'd be really funny if you were dressed as one of these sorority girls for Halloween." And around here, all the sorority girls are like, it's like short track shorts, like really short shorts and like giant t-shirts, like giant baggy t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a tall guy. I'm like six, four, like two sixties. I'm big. Yeah. That's, that's uh, why that's Texas style, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too much Whataburger, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, I, I kind of ran with that cause I was like, that sounds funny. And then I could, I could do that and I can dress a little bit and like leading up to that, like I'm, I'm just having so much fun, like trying to find, things for it and I don't know I, just, I got into character so much that's where the name came from too because I was thinking uh, like the name is Megan but it's spelled Megan so when someone's like oh Megan and they're like it's pronounced Megan <laughs> nice love it love it it's kind of a joke but I, I like it that's cool so then you dressed up for Halloween did you actually go out or was it like I'm just staying in or did you go out with your friends uh, we went to my friend's uh, Halloween party. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty small party, like I don't know, six six or seven people, not including myself and my wife. 
but I went all out. Like I, you know, I was dressed up. I had, I brought like a 12 pack, a party pack of like Smirnoff <laughs> ice and like all, all, whatever multi-flavored stuff they have. Yeah. And I got really drunk. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Like real, I think I drank most of those and I was the only okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> And pretty much from like then on, like you know, the, you know, the urge to dress just came back, like like really hardcore. And in, in secret, you know, I started collecting things, typically, and you know, just ordering on Amazon or or you know, I'd go to like Walmart real early in the morning on the weekends when my wife was working. Mm-hmm. I always like put it on a, a credit card that she didn't see. And you know, we, we shared our bank account, so she couldn't see it. Um, and then, you know, I, I did this for like, I don't know, I guess till 2019, like early August. That, that was when I started feeling like real, I started feeling shameful and guilty and and all that stuff. And that's That was when I purged, like my next big purge. Mm. And then like later, not really related to the cross-dressing, but... Just later that month, she came out to me as as bi, oh. bisexual, which that wasn't too crazy to me. Is it because you knew already, or she had like flashes or stuff that she showed that she could have been bisexual? Uh, she she always she always noticed girls, or if we're watching, like we'd watch K-pop sometimes. She'd watch K-pop videos, and she's like, "Oh, she's really hot." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're like yeah that's a girl she's of course yeah. <laughs> yeah so she came out but it was just kind of the way she came out was like just very shocking to me because it wasn't just like hey I'm, I'm bisexual and it's like okay cool it was I'm bisexual I want to seek out other people in another relationship like basically have another relationship mm. and I'm like uh <laughs> you're like uh, <laughs> uh shit <laughs> right you know so after that we we started doing like marriage counseling. I started seeing my own therapist, which my personal stuff has, has done wonders. The marriage counseling didn't do a whole lot for us, but hmm. kind of other reasons, not, not from the counseling, but other reasons. Okay. Um, but that kind of kickstarted me wanting to dress again. Right. Cause I was just so stressed out by everything. And that was, you know, it was a coping mechanism that I had. Okay. So I started collecting again, slow, slowly, well, much slower this time. And then in January, she came out to me as just straight up lesbian. Oh. Hmm. And you know, we last ditch effort, we went to like another different counselor. Didn't work. Yeah, eventually, I, I she's like, I already, I, I want a divorce. But I, I, I came to my my own conclusion of yeah, we need, we should just divorce because we're better friends than than husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, I'm like, I want to dress now because I'm just so stressed out about all this stuff. And yeah. it's, my, it's my escape. And again, always, always by myself. But I eventually, I told her, like probably two weeks after we decided to divorce, that, that I cross-dress. Hmm. Okay. That's something that I always kept from her. And what was her like reaction to you coming out as a cross-dresser? She said she had no idea. She's been kind of um so what I'm looking for. Like she doesn't understand it, I guess. Like she just doesn't get it. And I I mean I 
I'm probably not the best person explaining it because it's like I don't even, like I don't even really know why I like it. It's like I don't know. It's I, it's fun, I guess. Right, right. I mean, that's why I have a podcast. You can direct her to the podcast if you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've mentioned it. I've mentioned yeah. it to her. Uh, she's still kind of apprehensive about everything. She's kind of hmm. like a we've we've kind of came to a conclusion, or she kind of came to a conclusion about it a little bit. Because I've always been a little, I've always been a little more submissive. She's always been, oh. she's always been been a bit more dominant, tomboyish. Okay. So it's like, I was always the one that cooked and did all the housework, and it's like, it's like we had reversed home home rules, I guess, or the, the yeah, like traditional rules, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, I don't know. She, we she came to that, and she's like, oh yeah, that well that that makes sense, and I don't know. I guess it makes sense to her. Okay. So then you came out to her and then you guys, is it, and then you went to more counseling. Did it, did it hurt your relationship moving forward? Like did the cross-dressing hurt your relationship other than the fact that she doesn't understand it? Not really. I've, I've actually showed her a picture, which I have never taken until more recently. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people like doing that, but I never, I never did it because that was part of my, my secret. Right, right, right. Can't leave evidence, right? <laughs> So I showed her, I showed her a few, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that one's pretty good." The the one, she liked the one, <laughs> the one photo, right? The one without my face. <laughs> but she's she's been okay. She's been okay with it for the most part. She she doesn't want to like see me dressed or anything, which is, mm. I don't know, that, that's fine with me, I guess. Maybe um, for now. I mean, yeah. if you ever, you know, it 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 hurts when it feels like she doesn't accept you. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I get that. Yeah, yeah, and I I get that because it was the same. She had like, she came to terms with her sexuality for like four years before she told me. Hmm. I gave her like a day, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Or something that I I'm still working on coming to terms with. Sure. Yeah. Still learning about, right? Yeah, still learning. And we didn't we didn't talk about it for I don't know a couple months. That was late January, I think I told her, or we talked about it again in, I don't know, March, I guess. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, like, I'm doing my own therapy for everything else, all all the marriage stuff, and just work, and never mentioned anything about the cross-dressing thing. Eventually, I I, I, I was, like, told, told myself, I'm like, I'm gonna tell my therapist, and then I didn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, like, so stressed out about telling her it was just like ruining everything else going on in my life, just because I was just so stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. And I told her it was like the the first week where everyone's quarantining, and, and my therapy moved over to like doing it on the phone, like a video chat. And I told her, I told her on that, but I was so 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 nervous about it. I told her, and and you know, it went pretty good. The next following few days, like I, I was. Probably the happiest I'd been in a while. That's great. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was well, like two or three weeks ago, I think. So it wasn't that long ago. And her, her being your therapist, right? That's what... mm-hmm. correct. Okay. And and when you did tell her, like, what was your therapist's reaction? Was it of like surprise, or was it of like, oh, okay, one more thing to add to the list of things? Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of surprise there because I, 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 you know, I always have a beard and. I'm very hairy all the time, and I don't know. I don't really present 
very feminine, just you know, my in my man mode. Well, that brings you. That brings us back to the the cross-dressing aspect. Is is your definition of cross-dressing just like dressing up in clothes, or do you want to go further? I think we've talked about like with your cross-dressing. Then I don't know. I don't want this to become a <laughs> psychosomatic. Like sure, 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 Semantics sure. is like let's analyze deeper what Megan yeah, feels. No. But what do you? I mean, do you ever want to transition? Did you ever think about transitioning? Or have you had thoughts when you were younger or whatnot about becoming going on hormones or doing other stuff like that mm-hmm. that would help you become the other sex per se? I've yeah, I thought about it, you know, before, but I don't like I don't think it's for me. Like mm-hmm. like when I was younger, I always thought it would have been cool if you had like a switch. You could just like switch between genders really easy. Mm-hmm. Which I know that's not really not really a thing, but that would have been in my mind, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've always but, thought that too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've never. I think I've thought about it. I guess rec- more recently, just trying mm-hmm. to figure out myself. But I, you know, I've come to the conclusion I don't. I don't think that's that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Especially after listening to a lot of your podcasts, I was listening to a lot of those interviews, and and there was the the three parter one. There was a lot of things there that I, I felt like I, I that really resonated with me. Right with Gabrielle, yeah, yeah, correct. Um, Having but, Debbie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I listened to that yesterday, actually. Um, oh, cool. But like, I, I'm, I like my dude self. I don't have a problem with my my man self. Mm-hmm. I just like to escape sometimes. Sure, and with the escaping part. The huge part of like cross dressing and femininity and being the other sex is passing. Do you feel like you need to pass in order to escape per se? Um, to an extent. I mean, as, as much as a hairy guy <laughs> six foot four can pass. <laughs> right, right. But I'm I'm usually I'm by myself, and then I never really took pictures until really recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't. It was never really the big of a deal to me. So does that mean when you do dress up as Megan, do you like going like whole hog? Like, do you like shaving or do you like other than the shaving your legs, like makeup and the whole shebang to be that full form, you know, Megan sorority girl self? <laughs> um, I'll shave my face more, more recently. I'll shave my face or, sure. or, or trim it really, really short, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't do it with the legs or any of the other body hair. It's all over. <laughs> take forever right right uh so you just prefer to just to dress up like wear traditional female clothing yeah and i like doing the makeup and and all that stuff that's fun mm-hmm. not very good not very good at it but i like it it's fun i mean that's what all the quarantine time is for you can learn yeah. <laughs> there's youtube videos yeah. well i see everyone on reddit and they're like doing that non-stop like it's it's just <laughs> like yeah, it's hard to it's it's really easy to compare yourself to these people who do it every day and like yeah. dress up and you're like, God damn, like I feel that way too. Like you feel inadequate because you're like, God damn, am I not that? I, I get like once one weekend a month, maybe, <laughs> you know, and that's if I'm feeling it like like lately right. I haven't really been feeling like it. Right. I kind of forced myself to a couple weekends ago. Just I don't know. I was just kind of in a funk. I'm like, I need to do this just to, to calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for some people, it's uh, it's pretty stress relieving. Mm-hmm. Like you say, the word like escapism, just to be like 
you know, you're in one, you know, you're in your funk or you're constantly kind of just in a rut or Mm -hmm. you feel like the stressors from the outside world, from your ex-wife or from work or from stuff. It's so easy to just be like, you know what, I'm going to dress up and put clothes on and just feel good about myself sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, it it makes me feel better for sure. And it's funny because like my, my dude self is like, I'll just wear whatever cheap t-shirt I can get and (laughs) cheap shorts or whatever. And yeah, I, I, I definitely spend more money on, on female clothes and mm-hmm. the man clothes. And do you find yourself being totally different as Megan than your male self? Like, do you have different personalities? You would say? Yeah, I, I do. Like, for example, that Halloween party. Um, I was very outgoing, very extroverted, <laughs> which is not normal me. Normal, normally, I have a hard time like letting loose and having fun and, and doing all that. But that night, no. I'm probably, you know, like eight of those drinks didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you drink a whole pack by yourself. I mean, you know, yeah. you loosen up pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So do you still have a ton of clothes now? Or have you purged so much that you've had to rebuild that kind of? Well, my last uh, purge was in August 2019, like a couple weeks before she came out. And then I've slowly rebuilt some stuff. So I have I have like a small duffel bag that's that's pretty full of things. Hmm. What's in it? I want to know. The cross-ass listener wants to know. What's in it? There's like four dresses, a bunch of panties, like, I don't know, like four bras, some mm-hmm. thigh highs, some hot, yes, <laughs> yeah. some, uh, some high heels and just like makeup and wigs and all that stuff. The Ooh. accessories, I guess. Cute. Very cute. Um, probably because you mentioned the purge probably like right before I told my therapist about it, I was, I was probably at the verge of like throwing everything away. Mm. Like, I mean, I was just, I was so distraught and just felt so bad. And, and I kind of feel like right now, because I don't, I don't have this, these urges or I don't feel like doing it right now that it's probably just like follow up of that. Cause that's, you know, typically I throw everything away. I don't do it for a while. I kind of feel like it's, it's, it's the same feelings, but I shouldn't throw anything away. Well, I say you don't throw it away and keep it because <laughs> yeah. those urges are going to come right back anyways. And I th- I've talked to multiple other cross-dressers and they talk about they purge for some that don't because it's like, you spent all that money, you might as well just keep it, <laughs> put yeah, it somewhere yeah. else. Or... Yeah. You, I know some cross-dressers that have like actually kept up storage spaces and mm-hmm. that's their mode of like, they dress up, like they'll rent out a spot every month and they'll just keep all their, like they have enough stuff to fill up a whole Imagine like a storage, like those things yeah, are yeah. huge and they just dress up there. I don't know if, if you need to keep it there. I don't know. Well, I used to keep it in the attic. That's how I hit it. Oh, and I would like stick it like really far in the attic or I'd like, I had to crawl over there and it was, it was kind of a pain <laughs> to do that. And especially here in Texas, cause the attic, it's like freaking real hot up there. Yeah. <laughs> All the heat gets, yeah, it's just get yeah. Stored up there and, you're a tall dude. Yeah, <laughs> the big yeah. guy, so. I'm sure you got sweaty. I'm sure you got sweaty. Very, very sweaty. <laughs> so what is, so I've never actually, again, like I've never actually purged per se. I don't think I have, maybe I've lost some stuff, but not necessarily like actively kept it. What is the, what is the feeling that makes you want to get rid of everything? What is that? I've talked to other people, but what's yours? Like that overwhelming feeling that makes you want to throw things away. Uh, for me, it's, it's like, I just, I feel like, I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this anymore. 
said, you know, this isn't manly to do this stuff. I need to be a man. Mm. You know, this isn't, that's not me. And I, I don't know. It's like I just get so full of shame and guilt about everything. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, eventually just throw it away. I'm like, I'm not going to do this again. One, one time I did it just because I was moving and I was moving with a roommate. And I was like, I don't want him to find this stuff. So that was, that was a little different. Okay. Is it because your roommate was, I don't know, homophobic or, I don't know, kind of, you're scared of your roommate or? I was scared of him finding out. Not not so much homophobic. Okay. He's he's a, I don't know, he's like just as tall as me and he, he looks almost exactly like me, but he's like Mexican. Oh, well, hola, you know? Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's caught me with probably weirder things, like doing weirder things. Ooh, like what? This is real. It's really dumb, but we uh, so we we lived in this duplex, and the the garbage disposal in the sink just stopped working. He was gone at work or something, and I'm I just got home from work. I'm like taking a dump and about to take a shower, but I'm like nice. looking on my phone, like how do I fix the the disposal? <laughs> and one one of the things is like stick a broom handle in there and just like jar it loose. <laughs> so I'm like just about to get in the shower, but I'm like I want to try this right now. Yeah, not let me not wait. I'm like, have clothes on. So I gotta do it. I'm like, butt naked, jamming a broom handle in the garbage disposal. Garbage disposal. And then here comes my roommate. Nice. And he's like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, I don't see anything. Go away. (laughs) Never, never mentioned it since. Uh, Nice. So with your cross-dressing being so early and being out, I think, have you talked to anybody or has anyone else other than your therapist and I don't know, your ex-wife and now the cross-yes listener? <laughs> have you told anybody else? Not personally, no. I've talked to like random people on the internet. Hmm. And that goes usually, you know, one of one of two ways usually. It either goes like a pretty good conversation that's usually pretty helpful or goes to like the people wanting sex. Yes, that is a common. Uh... <laughs> and and some, sometimes it starts off as like a good conversation mm-hmm. and it turns into sex. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, hey, how are you doing? Oh, yeah. I want to fuck. You're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no. Weather in Texas is real hot. Yeah. Speaking of hot, you want to fuck? You're like, how did this, yeah. Yeah. How did this lead to that? Yeah. It's very, uh, the internet's a weird, anon- <laughs> anonymous place that everybody just wants sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to come out more as Megan to friends and family? Or is it sort of, do you just want to keep it secret? And then, I don't know, do you want to, I don't know, continue your life as Megan into secrecy, I guess? A little bit of both. Hmm. Like, I think I'd want to tell them just to get it off my chest. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, like, something that weighs on me. Like, I don't, I don't think they really need to know. Right, right. I don't really see them anyway, but. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, again, it's one of those things, like, I, I don't know, I don't, it's just, it's on my mind all the time. Right. I mean, I feel like the more open you are about it, like, it's always a, a shock at first, though. everyone's like, oh, wow. But then usually it, like, it just subsides, like, the that initial shocking feeling, where I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. And then, you know, some people will ride, you know, will, like, continue the narrative and say, oh, does that mean you're gay? Does that mean you want to do all these other things? And if you're just calm, and you'll just explain to them, like, no, I just like dressing up and... I don't want to be able, you know, I don't want to do it full time. It's just kind of fun for me. If you keep it at that, unless there is something more to it, usually you'll find it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. It's like, I don't know. I just, I guess I don't, I don't know how they would take it. 
And I, I mean, I don't know that that's, that scares me, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's totally normal for the feeling of the unknown for everybody involved, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially since you're still learning about it. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of like, where do we go from here? I, yeah. I just find that like, <laughs> if you can open up to, do you have a best friend or anything that's not your ex-wife? Um, yes and no. Okay. My friends have been kind of, you know, it's like when you turn 30 and your friends kind of like go their own way and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Have you kids, know? get married, move out, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. My all my friendships friendships have been kind of few and far between lately. I guess mm-hmm. it's hard in your thirties to kind of befriend new people and like maintain relationships because, like you said, yeah, everyone's moving or doing other doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you can talk to someone or have somebody to kind of you know trust or like give information to. I don't know. It tends to get easier. Life gets easier, especially if you have a good support system. Are you close to your family? Not super close. Mm. My mom's kind of, I don't know. She She's like one minute. She could be really happy and nice to be around next minute. Not nice. Of course. Every mother. Yes. Yeah. Like no one wants to be around her. Ah, yes. Those people. And, and, and it's not like a, you know, on a drop of a dime kind of thing. It's like, I wonder who my mom's going to be today. <laughs> okay. She's gonna be a nice person. She's gonna be mean. Sure. Do you have uh, siblings? I have one brother and one sister. Oh, okay. Both are older. Oh, but if you told them, do you think they wouldn't take it well? Um, my sister would probably take it better than my brother. Oh, okay. I don't know. My brother might be okay too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you could try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see what happens, and then the, and then. That initial fear just goes away. Once it's actually off your chest, you're like, oh, man. And then yeah. if, you know, they're loving and caring, and as long as they're not, I always go to the homophobic and racist and all the, like, misogynistic stuff. As long as they're yeah. okay with stuff, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they'll be fine. Yeah, maybe one day. I think I need to I need to figure out myself first. But it's true. It is a, yeah. it is a learning thing. Uh, speaking of yourself, do you identify as heterosexual or bisexual or are you what are you sexually attracted to and how do you personally like i mean well that's two different things sexual identity versus sexual orientation what are those for you if you don't know yet but um i think i'm straight okay but i mean i don't know i guess if something came up in the right moment mm-hmm. or right situation I, I would probably do something but i mean i know, I know for me personally lately my my sex drive has been like super low hmm. uh, and I'm probably situational just dealing with all my mental stuff and all the hectics of work and everything else sure but like have you found yourself only specifically attracted to women then or female or femininity or whatnot F- femininity okay so other crossdressers aren't attractive to you or other transgender trans you know people you're not attracted are you attracted to? I don't know. Um, sometimes, yeah. And then is your, do you use cross-dressing that I asked? I've asked other cross-dressers this too. Is it a sexual kink for you in bed or whatnot? Does it drive, does it increase your sex drive or? It, it does. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. Have you used it in bed at all? Like with your, I guess, ex-wife or have you ever thought about it or? Are those feelings there? Um, I never did it with her. 
besides the Halloween time, but never sexually. I have like imagined myself uh, when when we were having sex, ah, mm-hmm. but never never physically doing it. No. Okay. Um. Yeah. To be fair, I'll admit that I have thought about it, and I've had sex uh, dressed up. I've talked about that in multiple of the episodes. I don't know if you've heard those or if I think you're... I've heard them. <laughs> yeah. So it. It increases the sex drive, at least for myself. For other cross-dressers, it doesn't. Um, I think when you first start off, like for myself, um, I don't know, when you said you were younger, did you use that as like a, also as like a sex sort of thing too? You know, when you're like going through puberty and whatnot, did you yes. ever use that at all? Yes, for sure. And did you, I mean, I don't want to get into too much details, but did you use like, you know, were you dressed up in like, for me, it was like, fish that stockings and stuff and then i'd be like you know I'll jerk myself off and like oh, okay i'm done <laughs> pretty much right hey, you just like dress up jerk off and it's like oh no i'm done now <laughs> yeah i pretty much you know it was the it was a thing for me and then i've talked to other cross dressers and they talk about that too is they initially used it as uh you know as a kink or as a cross-dressing thing and that's how they learned to discover it and then as they got older it turned into just like you know, I like dressing up. I like wearing clothes of the opposite sex. And now I feel good about myself, but I don't need to do it all the time. And I, I don't know if that's what you feel or may sound like. Um, yeah. I mean, it still, it still arouses me. Hmm. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, I don't feel like I need to dress all the time. Yeah. But it does, does help. And, and I think that's, I think that's a good question to ask yourself is that you don't need to do it all the time. I think my first guess was, Daisy, I don't know if you remember Daisy, and she turned, uh-huh. she changed her name to something else. But her initial, if you hear, I mean, I listened to that episode like semi recently, and it sounded more like she was confused and uncertain. But eventually, she did want to transition and ended up, ended up on hormones and uh-huh. doing that thing. But I don't know if that's your route per se, because you you do talk about just wanting to do it part time and. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's not something that I want to do all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. With your, uh, what is your, uh, contact with your ex-wife? Are you guys officially divorced and you're officially like don't live together sort of thing? Or do you still live with her or? We're officially still married, officially still living together. We're roommates. That was where that, the other one, the other podcast, the the Gabby, that was where Mm -hmm. that one really resonated. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, here I am, same house. And, and she's like. Like full force, like talking to the girls, and hmm. and like it's it's like super hard to deal with, uh, especially like if I'm there, right? And I'm like I'm not at a place where I really want to be with someone else right now. Like I'm, I just need to figure out my own my own self first. Huh? I mean, do you? I don't know what's best for you, but wouldn't it be really hard to live with her? <laughs> and you see other people constantly like coming in and out i don't know yeah well i don't i don't see anybody like it because it's it's really real recent yeah she really just started talking to people like right whenever the quarantine happened so i haven't Um, seen anybody physical it's all been like phone call text messaging but it's 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 other than that we're we're fine we're cool with each other we can have fun and have a good time it's just whenever that stuff starts coming up that that's when it's really hard for me i see is she around your age, or is she like super younger or or older? She's thirty one. Okay, she's not that much older. I think with Gabby, her her wife was like 
10 or 12 years older or something like that. I forget. Yeah, how much. Was, there was a big gap. Yeah. And, you know, and for both of you guys, it's like a lot about self-discovery and trying to figure out who you guys are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just seems like it'd be really difficult for you both trying to discover yourselves, but she's like in a different like yeah. stage in her life and she's able to, you know. Yeah, but, something, well, I mean, I guess she's been working on it for four years, like right. trying to lead it somewhere. I've been working on it my whole life, not really thinking much about it. Right. And it seems like this is a big part of you or this is a big part of, you know, your life that. Yeah, that's, that's a big part of my life that I suppressed for a long time. and Right. And that, that was, you know, when we were going through all of our, all of our stuff, all of our all therapies and counseling and stuff, mm-hmm. she would always tell me that she like feels so guilty and ashamed. I know I keep saying that, but she would say she's, she's feeling those ways, you know, cause she's like, I don't want to be gay and I don't want to be this way. I feel, I feel bad about myself. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I get it. I understand. But I never you know, told her why. Right, right, yeah. So she didn't, she didn't believe me. Mm, yeah, she thinks I'm just like saying it. Yeah, that was you know one of the reasons I felt like I had to tell her. Yeah, a little late, but that was what led me on to telling her. Yeah, there's a concept that I, I was reading in a crossdresser's book that I'll probably interview this person, and I was reading, and there's this concept of late bloomer sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you both are late bloomers. In her sense, she's a late bloomer in terms of sexuality and. You late bloomer in terms of like your cross dressing, although you had like flashes early in your life, and you know purging here and there, and then just kind of denying it, and then all of a sudden like, all right, this is like a huge part of for both of you guys. Now you're like, oh man, this is something I would really want to do. So you seem like a late bloomer to me. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, like with her, like I, I don't know. I just it's like a it's a shitty situation all around. Yeah, but the way I look at it is if. If it was any of my friends like coming out to me like that, you know, how would I react? Right. Which I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should think of my friends reacting to me, reacting to me about telling the stuff. But I don't know. I mean, it's perfectly normal to feel the way you feel. I mean, you know, you're both just uncertain, and you're trying to find ways to kind of like understand yourselves. I mean, her more so because she's done it in the last. She's <laughs> found out four years ago, and now you're just like, it's like one month, three month, six month period sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not, you haven't dressed up at all yet other than just kind of just being at home sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been a home besides the, the one Halloween. Yeah. Would you ever do it out in public outside of Halloween? <laughs> like dress up? Maybe with the right crowd. Right. Right. Not the right person. But at the moment, I don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah, especially now. I mean, nobody can go outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to do is go outside, dress up. Like, even like maybe maybe now's the best time to go. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Go get drive through. That's what everyone, every cross-dresser yeah. starts off as is they dress up, go out and get the mail or go out, drive, get in the car and like go get drive through food. Yeah. Is there a huge fear for you to go out in public, though? Like there is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I had real bad social anxiety, which I'm working on. Um, right, true. I mean, talking to you, this is not hey. something I would never would. No offense, it's something I just never would have done. Probably <laughs> like six months ago. Hey, you know what? And, and I think a lot of crossdressers do have that, not just social anxiety, but just anxiety in terms of, like you said, people finding out or people kind of 
because you never know how people react. And for some cross-dressers, if they come out to their parents, even when they're young and stuff, people automatically assume that they're gay or that they want to transition. And you're like, I just like dressing up. Like, and that's part of the journey is just understanding and hopefully being accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I, I thank you. Thank you for coming onto the podcast because I haven't done an interview in a while and I think everyone's busy. <laughs> I also haven't reached out. So thank you for reaching out. Well, thanks for having me. Um, what do you see yourself doing with the cross-dressing moving forward, though? I mean, what is your like plans? Do you have any plans? Uh, I don't really have any plans so much. Mm-hmm. Um, just probably whenever I get the urge again, which, you know, it'll happen. Like, right, like right now, I'm just kind of at a... I don't really feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. But but when it, whenever it comes again, I'm sure I'll... I'll go at it full force, like always. Right. And what do you know what triggers or what feel you feel like has triggered you to have like the full force urges to want to cross rest? Um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, sometimes it's it's just like stress. And I think that's what triggered the, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, the one before that, the Halloween one. I, I don't know. I was just having a lot of fun. Yeah. And when you cross rest, like, do you have to go full force? Like, can't you just like, you know, subtly, like, sometimes I just wear like Kirsten's, my fiance's panties. Like, I just wear them after like going to shower and she's like, hey, do you want to wear these? I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Like that sort of thing. Like, do you have, or do you have, do you feel like it needs to be like full force? I like going full force. Mm. Like even, like, I don't know. I don't, for me, even just wearing like women's shorts or or pants like to me that's not really dressing like to me oh okay like i don't know, i like wearing like just dresses and skirts and you feel like you need to wear the wig in order to be megan or you need to be able to wear like the makeup to be megan sort of thing not always the makeup's a pretty recent thing mm-hmm. uh, i never really did that until i don't know maybe a couple months ago the wig yes and no because like, like you it, you know it's hot and it's so hot he's yeah it gets too hot and Eventually, it comes off anyway. Right, exactly. So maybe maybe the wig for like a little bit, but that's that's not not necessary. Okay. And for all your clothes and like wigs and makeup and stuff, do you go out in public to buy it, or do you are you an online shopper? A little bit of both. Oh. Okay. Um, I'll I'll do I'll do the Amazon. I'll do the locker pickup usually. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, again, easy way to like hide it somewhere else and. I want to find out, right? <laughs> that not delivered to my door. <laughs> right, right. Or, you know, if I do buy some in person, it's usually like really early in the morning when no one's there. But even that's like, that's super stressful for me to do. Like, there's a lot of times where I'll psych myself out. Like, I'm like, I'm going to go buy something. I want to go buy something. And then I get there and I don't buy anything. Oh, okay. So that, that happens pretty frequently. Now, why do you, what is it, the psyching yourself out? Like, is that, again, not just the fear, but what are you psyching yourself out about? Um, uh, it's just like the, just the anxiety just builds, I guess. And, and like, when I get there, and if I see someone like walking around, like, I, you know, I stick out <laughs> pretty, pretty hard. That's true. You're tall, dude. A tall, big I'm dude. Really tall, yeah. <laughs> like, why is, it, why is this tall guy buying women's clothes at six in the morning? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it's usually like if I see, people around that that's when it like that's when it really gets me mm. um but sometimes i'm successful and then i have my my xxl size that fits most so you know i just 
just kind of grab my size and run out. And then I'm like, yes. <laughs> do you have a store you like to go to or did you venture to the most? Or is there a place you prefer to shop at? Um, it's usually just Walmart because it's like, it's like right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably the only thing open right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I haven't, I haven't bought anything in a while. Yeah. Since mm. everything... True. Yeah, things are uh, closed, which sucks for cross-dressers and people who just want to go shopping. Yeah. Very annoying. For your, like, Megan presence, do you want to, um, do you create, like, online profiles for Megan, or is it, like, a social media thing that you have for Megan? I have a Reddit account for Megan. Nice. Nice. And that's pretty recent. Actually, I started one one time, and then, I don't know, I, I... I posted one picture, then I got like one bad comment. It was like one of the first ones, and I'm like, "Oh, why did I do this?" And I like deleted it. Ah, fuck that person. Yeah. That asshole. Well, I had my <laughs> I had my chest hairs all exposed. I mean, I I, I kind of get it, but eh. you know, it's like you didn't have to be an asshole about it. Yeah, fuck all the haters. I mean, if you're gonna dress up, you know, just dress up. Just if it's for you, it's for you. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like it's, just... it's like just downvote it and be on your way. Yeah, whatever. I why mean, did I make, why did they make a comment? Yeah, what do they say if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I was like, shave, shave that chest hair. Ugh, it's gross, or I don't know, something like that. And it just, I don't know, just like really like it affected me a lot more than you know it should have. Oh, yeah. yeah that was, like that was my first time like posting anything, right? Of, of that. Yeah, there's a lot of like, which I hate about the internet and online stuff is there's a lot of idealistic bodies or like ways that you should be a crossdresser and stuff. But it's like, if you like to dress up and if you want to just be yourself, like why, why shame people for that? But that's the internet though. So it's hard to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. I, okay. I should have, it shouldn't have bothered me. I know it yeah. shouldn't have bothered me, but you know, it did. And you know, I deleted it. And then I don't know, like two days later, I'm like, I'm going to start a new account and I'll post something else. So I did. And I've, I've left them up and, I've posted like I think two or three things nice. total since, and and I'll comment every now and again. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not super active on it. That's okay. I mean, I, I was on Reddit. I'm still on Reddit under I don't know if you've seen my Reddit account. It's on my um, it's on the CrossCastPodcast.com website. I have a link to my thing. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen I my stuff? Seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's it's there, and I, I haven't posted anything in such a long time because. Unlike you, I like to like. I care about. I'm not saying that you don't care, but like, I need to be fully shaven and like mm-hmm. eyebrows fully done. And you can't do that right now because you know the whole COVID thing, and no one's doing anything outside of essential work. So they haven't posted anything in a long time. Eventually, I will. I like the internet, and I, I is even like you. You'll get so many like shitty comments. I think the first thing I ever posted on Instagram, like people were making fun of me, and I was like, oh man, that sucks. Like like you <laughs> like you. It's like man. I, I thought it looked good. And then all of a sudden, even, and I had my chest shaven and all that other stuff. And I still got like, hmm. I, don't know. I figure That's it was like some 12 year old boy doing that shit or something. Probably. Yeah. But yeah. It takes a lot of courage to, to post that first photo. And mm-hmm. for me, it was, it was really hard. Right. And it's been, you know, for me, it's been difficult just leaving the other things up. I don't know, maybe not necessarily the fear of someone like finding out because if they find out and they're looking at it, they're obviously into something. Right. So that didn't bother me. It just, I don't know. At the time, it was like, it was just like 
affecting my mental health, I guess. Yeah, and and I th- I did an episode last week about mental health, and yeah, it's it's so easy. I and I, I think I'll talk about social media next in an episode because comments suck. <laughs> Other people's yeah. comments are they're usually you know they're destructive, and I hate being the destructive person, so I try to focus on the good comments. But a, a majority of them, I feel like, are there to tear you down, regardless of how pretty or gorgeous you look or how happy you feel. It's like people are just I don't know. Yeah, that's. Whenever I comment, I always try to, I always try to be real positive to people. Yeah, because you know, it, to me, like that, that makes me feel good when someone's like, "Oh, you look really good. You look really happy." Right. Oh. So you know, a lot of times when I comment, it's like the the ones that don't have any any comments or you know, don't have a lot of activity going on them. Yeah. Same. Although I try not to spend as much time online, <laughs> unless I'm playing video games. I think we talked about video games and. I don't know. I, I like playing video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do too. It's fun. It's an extra stressor. Um, when you play video games or stuff, do you choose? I always talk about. Do you choose like female avatars, or do you just like playing as like the male thing? Or has that ever been an issue? Or uh, I do. I do both. It just depends on the game. Mm-hmm. But I like. Uh, I always like doing like the creative characters. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I always like just doing like the craziest proportions and <laughs> I don't know, the, the craziest outfits. Right, the the like uh, soul caliber boobs sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah those boobs were huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, what is it? Saints Row, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's like the the sex, the sexy sex appeal or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's either like giant boobs or a giant. Dick. I have one on there. It's um, it's like a giant Russian guy with like a ponytail and like a. Business lady suit. <laughs> it's, really, it's really dumb. Yeah, uh, it, it works. It's, I mean, it's really, I, it's really funny. I've made that character on every Saints Row that I play. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> Growing up, though, did you have experience like watching TV or I don't know of stuff of being like cross dressing? And did you ever like relate to that, or were you like, hey, I do that too, or I don't know if anything? Yeah, you know, Jerry Springer was always on. Oh, nice. Right. Or, or or Sally Jesse Raphael or yeah. you know, any of those talk shows really. Yeah. A lot of those had trans people or cross dressers or, or you know, just all kinds of things. And a lot of the times I was like, Man, that that would be cool to do. Maybe not be on the show, but <laughs> they look like they're having fun. Right, right. Well, maybe not on more not on like Jerry Springer, but <laughs> <laughs> D- depending on, on whose view you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the I slept with my like girlfriend and found out it was like a dude or something, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's one that's my favorite clip where it's like they, they they met on MySpace and and the girl's like, I'm a man, Jerry, and she you know she tells the dude like they they take the dude off, bring him back on, she tells him, and and he's like just kind of sits there and processes it for a minute. <laughs> he's like, I'll try anything once. <laughs> And the crowd just like erupts, and it's nice. so so good. <laughs> uh, I remember, I think I maybe it was the same episode, but I remember Jerry Springer episode where the uh, like yeah the 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 guy had been with this girl who was trans or something, and like they had been together a long time and they had sex already, and then I think they were like uh, she was like there to reveal that she was a man, and it's like oh yeah you know like I'm a dude like uh you know when we had sex he's like what are you talking about like he's like. 
and the girl's like, don't you realize we only have sex in the dark? <laughs> He's like, yeah, but you know, like, and I was like, come on, dude. Like, you can't be that naive, but I guess, I don't know, they, they were. I don't know, so your, your, your night vision can't be that bad. Yeah, right? Like, and your eyes gotta adjust eventually. Yeah, right? You don't feel for things? Like, are you blindfolded the whole time? I don't know. That's... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I relate to those things. I remember watching those. You're right, I forgot about, like, and Maury was a huge one, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have the, there was an episode, they would have episodes where, like, oh, is this a man or a woman? Man or a woman? I remember those episodes, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'll watch those. I mean, it would be like, you know, whenever I didn't have school or something, but I'd like to, like, even tape them, too, to just be like, I don't know, man or woman. And it'd always be someone from Asia. It'd be like a lot of these <laughs> lady boys, like, yeah, situation yeah. stuff. They're, they're always like the, um, the, the movies or shows when, like, the characters, like, I don't know, they're, they're, consciousness swapped bodies oh yeah right 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 yeah like, like um there was a power yeah. rangers episode like that yeah the, the pink was... ranger and the, the blue ranger switched switched that's bodies, right so. <laughs> billy and uh, kimberly right mm-hmm. yep i always like those those shows mm-hmm. or uh there was a movie it's it's kind of kind of related i guess it's called Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde, I think. I remember that movie specifically. Yeah, on VHS. <laughs> I watched that a lot as a kid, and and you know, it was he was changing genders, I guess, just all the time, and that was right. I don't know, that was really fascinating to me. I remember that movie. I remember there were other movies too that are like remember Switch. I think it had the guy from ER, and then um, some other girl, uh, and then more like. Not that recent, yeah. but the hot chick. I remember with Rob Schneider and Rachel McAdams. I remember that too. Like, oh yeah. There was another one from when I was a like real little. I don't know what it was called, but there was like a there was a boss, and he was like a real asshole to his female employees, and he died or something, and he got reincarnated as a woman. Yeah, I think that was Switch. I think that was Switch. And that like that really stuck out. Yeah. For you know a long time, I never knew the name of the movie. Like I remember that. That was when I you know I was real little. Yeah, I think it was Switch because I remember we had that on DVD or like mm-hmm. I had to buy the DVD just to be like, oh, yeah, it had it was she was really hot. Too. It was like L something. She's really pretty. Yeah, that looks like it. Yeah, I remember that movie. And then um, I remember cross-dressing movies, too. Like I remember one in like high, middle school, high schools. <laughs> it had the dude from uh, Seventh Heaven. I think it was called Sorority Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. With yeah. Uh, Harlan Williams. Yeah, Harlan Williams, the seven minute abs guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love that movie. I love Seven. Yeah, <laughs> step into my office. Okay, sure. You're fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was one of my favorite movie scenes, dude. Good movie. It's like, yeah, it'd be great to invent like six minute abs. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I could talk pop culture references all day. But yeah, that was good movie. That was really funny. But I and they talked about passability in that movie too, about like how the main character passed, but Harlan Williams didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I remember one scene specifically when they were in the shower or whatever, and then like he got a boner, and then like she was looking for her like loofah, and it like stood. And it was so weird. <laughs> uh, there is another one. Um, I think it was One Hundred Girls, maybe. Oh yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Or he was he was dressing up and. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember that movie too much, but I remember it a little bit. 
Likewise. You know why? Because I remember masturbating to that scene. Oh. Most of the <laughs> Dude, he was hot. I'm not going to lie. Like, he was super passable and, like, super cute. And I was, yeah, I had a, yeah, a little freak I, I, <laughs> to those things. Um, speaking of freaks, you talk about being submissive and um, whatnot. Is that a, a role you like to play in bed or that's how you would identify as, like, sexual? I would like, I would like to, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. I didn't do it a whole lot, but I'd like to. Okay. Hey. Um, did you have like, well, for me, like for sexual kinks, like strap-ons and stuff are like one of my turn-ons. Is that something like role reversal sort of thing? You're kind of, I don't know, wheelhouse sort of thing? Yeah, I like that. That's fun. Yeah. But you've never done it. I've done it. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to elaborate on your experience? I don't know. I, I was interested because I'm going to talk about strap-ons in a future episode. Oh, okay. Um, I happened three times. Whoa. Okay. Uh, first, first time, no, like five or six years ago. That wasn't that great. Oh. Huh. Um. Why? Um. Uh, she wasn't that into it, and yeah. I don't know, just the angles, and I don't know, just just wasn't a good time, I guess. Not not good timing. Was this your wife or my wife? Oh, okay. Um, we've done it more recently, like like last year before she came out. Oh, uh, we did it twice, and that was awesome. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, I think she was feeling herself more and and more into it. Mm. But she had the mindset of like, oh, I really like this, but. I wish he was a girl. Um, but it was it was good. It was still good. Was, I mean, probably some of the best sex we had. Well, all right. Were you dressed? And but you weren't dressed up at all. No. Oh, uh, yeah. What are you gonna do, right? I know. Maybe that would have been uh, heightened the experience for you both. Yeah, maybe. And she was she was in her head like pretending I was a girl. Oh, see, there you go. So probably would've, maybe would have helped. See, that would have been hot. Yeah, um, it was. It was good. Like she got me to go a bunch of times, and nice. you know, then made me rock hard, and did her nice really hard, and <laughs> that's hot. Good time. Hmm. Are you? Well, I know you're still kind of figuring yourself out, but are you like dating online and stuff, or are you still kind of just? Um, I've I've downloaded apps. Okay, a bunch of times and. I'll get on them, I'll swipe a bunch of times, I'll get matches, I'll chat here and there. I usually end up deleting them. Oh. Like I just I get to that feeling where I'm like, I'm not ready for this. And mm. it's just it's I don't know, one of my biggest fears right now is finding somebody and then having to tell them about the dressing part and then I was like, Oh, and I'm still married and I still live with her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's like I don't know, it's a lot in my mind to unpack. True. That's a lot, I think, for someone to take. Don't lose hope, though. I feel like a lot of people would still, like, there's, I mean, there's worse situations out there. I still feel like you could still find somebody who would still love you and still work with you, and you just got to kind of accept yourself and, like, learn to accept yourself and move forward with mm -hmm. things. Don't let the cross-dressing be a crutch, like, by any means. You're still Megan. You're still able to dress up, and as long as it's not something you want to transition as like you want to become Megan full time. I mean, even, even that you could still work out with your future significant other, mm -hmm. but 
yeah, it's really hard definitely living at home <laughs> with your, you know, significant other looking, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just waiting around, you know, I'm trying to figure out, get all my, my mental health figured out. And sure. I'm kind of, I just want to wait till I move to my own place before I really go full force and trying to find someone else. True. True. Have you tried the, I mean, there's fetish websites. I met a bunch of people on those websites. If you're, if you're looking for this as a, do you see cross-dressing as a fetish? Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've gotten on like FetLife. Okay. Briefly. And same as those other apps, whatever. I'll, I'll get on there a few days later. I'm like, Oh, am I doing this? (laughs) So I'll, you know, I'll delete the account. I, I think I've done that like three or four times. Hmm. The common theme. I'll, I'll start something and I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> now, is it because you're guilty, or what is the like? Why stop? Um, I don't know. Probably a little bit of, of guilt, I guess. Hmm. But I, don't, I don't know. I just like I, I. It's like it just keeps coming back to me. Like I, I guess because every, everything is still real fresh for me. Right. And I'm not. I mean, I'm not really completely over my relationship. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just in a weird, weird headspace, but I'm I'm working on it. Yeah, and you guys, uh, you and your wife, we've you've been together for how long? Uh, since twenty or two thousand eight. Yeah, for twelve years. Long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I mean, I was in a nine and a half year relationship, and then a five and a half year relationship. So it, it gets harder, definitely, as to break up or mm-hmm. to let go, especially the longer you are together. I guess. Yeah, yeah. especially when you live with them. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, you still see them all the time. And I do find, though, like, post-breakup, it, it, it gets easier to let someone go, especially, hopefully, you find something else that you can kind of, like, take up that time, because if that's all you've known, trying to find something new is, is hurtful. But when you do, oh, man, it's, like, it's almost, like, glorious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm finding things to occupy. Yeah. Yeah, and she's, she's gotten real pretty good about like going in the other room to talk to other people, which that, that really helps. Like if I'm just yeah. not there hearing it. Yeah. So it's just you two that live in that house. Yeah. It's just us. And we, we own the house. So that, that's another, oh. you know, layer of difficulty oh. of moving. True. Especially true. in the current climate. This is true. Where in Texas do you guys live? Uh, we're, we're near Houston. Oh, see. Yeah. I think every, I've had like four guests that are from Texas. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the common theme. Yeah, well, Texas is a big state. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know. What is it? Is there something in the water in Texas that makes you guys all want to cross dress? Or <laughs> it's like, um, what did he, what did he say on that movie? Uh, Full Metal Jacket. There's two things come from Texas: steers and queers. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Right. That's true. Man, <laughs> what a good movie! I forgot about uh, that. Probably, uh, I don't know. It's just so like. So red around here, I guess. Everything's so pressed. Yeah, man. It's it. Well, luckily in California, I've seen. Man, what isn't suppressed out here? (laughs) Like, I mean, certain cities more than others, but I feel like right where we're at. I mean, Orange County has its issues, but like LA County and uh, and San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco. There's nude people walking around just for fun. Like they're going to go get groceries. I don't know if anymore if they'll let <laughs> nude people just. But you like see a dude with his dick out. You're like, huh? Hmm. Uh, exhibitionist or just a random Thursday? Just having fun. Yeah, just 
and you'll see crossdressers. I remember, uh, I remember having dinner really late and then going out. It was like maybe eleven at night, and just walking the streets in San Francisco. And somebody was wearing, which kid you not, it was this like older person who was wearing like this, like it looked like she was on the Titanic. Like she was wearing like this huge hat, this huge white dress, and it was a crossdresser. And they like waved at me, and I was like, huh. I was dressed up too, and I was like, huh. Only in San Francisco. <laughs> like it was eleven at night. Huh. No shit. No. So I, I feel like if you if you're able to be yourself and dress up and just you'll that person look happy. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. the most jubilant a person could be. I feel like for maybe people in Texas, if you could just be who you are, I don't know, you'll just be I don't know, happy? I don't know. Yeah, well going back to the I'll keep going back to Halloween, but back to the Halloween, like I look at pictures then and I have like the biggest smile. It's like the you know, I don't really have a lot of pictures of me anyway. Right. From the last 10 years or whatever, but like I have the biggest smile. I look super happy. Again, that could have been some of the, the drinks. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it's big difference between like that, that those pictures and just like normal me, I don't know, me faking a smile picture. Right. It's like my dude mode can't be happy and have fun. And... <laughs> yeah. Strange. I, I think, it, and it comes back to the suppression thing. Like uh, for most crossdressers or late bloomers or whatnot, for people who just constantly have to like suppress who they are or not want to dress up, it it not only causes you know you yourself like physical and mental like health. It causes your like future. I don't know strain too, because then you don't know like what do I do with this or will people fear this? But if you're out and open about it, most people don't give a shit. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I totally get that. But I, there is this, like, if you're not comfortable with you who you are, or if you're not confident about it, then people will start jumping on it and be like, well, you're this, you're that. And you're like, hold on. No, that's not who I am. <laughs> I know who I am. I'm this, I'm this and that. Mm-hmm. But Because if you let other people define you, then you just don't know what the fuck you are or who the fuck you are sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why I mean, we already kind of decided to divorce. But I think it's kind of the reason why it didn't go so well when I told my right, right, right. Because right. she's asked me all these questions, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, but I like doing it. Yeah, but I think hopefully with learning more about it and like I don't know, listening to the podcast and other resources, you can kind of find like you know what, maybe you just want to cross dress, or maybe you just like dressing up occasionally, even when you're on full like beard. Because then people will probably ask you like, well, why don't you shave your beard or why don't you shave all your hair like your Reddit comment? And you're just like, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing this and, you know, I can do whatever fuck I want. It's like my dude mode doesn't look good without a beard. <laughs> right. And I, and I present that like 99% of the time, so. Right. And I know I know of many crossdressers or people, people who like just to like to play with the idea of gender, which is, you know, how you express yourself like physically or, you know, outwardly, like, some crossdressers or some drag people will full will wear full beards and have full makeup. And some of the best makeup on makeup addiction on Reddit are like men who have full beards and their eye makeup is fucking on point. You're like, good God, that's like the perfect cat eye or the perfect like cut <laughs> crease sort of thing. And it's just because that's who they are. They accept themselves for what they are. And what's his name on a uh, queer eye? Like uh, he just looks great. <laughs> you know, a lot of those people mm-hmm. are when they wear makeup or when they do drag or some of the like on RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't watch the show per se, but I've seen people in like full beards, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah, I watched like, that show. That was yeah. that was a good outlet for a while. 
Yeah, right? And you watch uh-huh. that and you're like, God damn, these men look amazing. And that's because the the quicker you accept yourself and the quicker you're open about it, I think, the easier it is to accept yourself and when other people accept you for who you are because you accept yourself for who you are. It feels like, you know, it. Mm-hmm. you can go on with your mental health being you know, better. Yeah, I always, I always like watching them like when they're doing their makeup, mm-hmm. getting dressed. So like they're having like these super deep conversations they're just like super orange and yeah and i I was laughing at myself uh last time i I got dressed up and i'm like sitting in the mirror i got the wig cap on and my face is all nice in the in the process and yeah i'm just like i'm like these bitches over here (laughs) yeah i was was really laughing at myself yeah i i mean you have to uh megan you have to accept yourself i feel like and the quicker you do that about yourself, the quicker other people can accept you, you know, mm-hmm. because like no one can tear you down as much as you can do to yourself. And that's when I think the purging happens. That's when the psyching yourself out happens, right? That's when mm-hmm. the the fear and the anxiety and the the idea of not wanting to go out because you think everyone's against you or you feel like, and especially like you wanting to hurt yourself is the worst. Like I know, I don't know, maybe not cross-dressers, per se, or maybe I, I haven't heard those people, but like people who actually want to like kill themselves, like that sucks to mm-hmm. me because yeah. of the cross-dressing aspect. I think Gabrielle talked about it. Having so much fear and so much, I don't know, guilt or shame that it causes you, you heard her, she cried like mm-hmm. multiple times on the podcast about being like. Yeah, I was tears. getting emotional just listening. Right. And it sucks. And for people to feel that way, I like, I, that's what I hope the podcast at the mid, at, the very minimum prevents is people to not accept themselves. Mm -hmm. And for you, for being so early in your maybe late, (laughs) late bloomer, but early in your cross-dressing journey, I guess I would hope you never get those feelings or never feel that feel of like rejection. Like I won't reject you. The podcast won't reject you. The podcast accepts everyone and anyone onto the podcast to tell their story. And your story has been tremendous and it's still going. So yeah, it's a it's a never ending story. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. I mean, geez, like, what now? I don't know. I, I mean, I talked about it. What do you want to do now after being on the podcast? I mean, what and just being out open to your therapist and stuff? Do you want to tell more people? I don't know. Just do. Um, I I do, but I don't. Yeah. At the moment, I'm cool with it being a secret and just being kind of you know on, on my mind, but. Like it doesn't it doesn't eat me up that much, I guess. Mm. If that makes any sense. Right, right, right. Well, anyways, sorry, I don't want to. I don't know what time That's, it is. We've been talking for so long. That's fine. <laughs> you know, and we I, we can talk more in a future like podcast. I'm glad. Thank you for being on the podcast, by the way. Oh, no, thank, thanks for having me. Well, I can wrap it up soon. Just cause don't want to take up your time. And it's like what time in there? Like seven, eight o'clock, eight, nine o'clock. Eight twenty-three. Oh, okay. All right, it's Wednesday. Well, we can wrap it up. Well, I was in my podcast and episodes on like the question of in a perfect world of sex and gender, where do you see it? What do you see that looking like for if that ever happened? Uh, realistically, I mean, I just think everyone being accepting of, mm-hmm. you know, whoever wants to be whatever they want to be. In my perfect world, I mean, I, I wish I had that little button or switch to to flip back and forth. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Perfect world, right? <laughs> that would be yeah. great. I'd do that yeah. too. Yeah. And my my perfect world, that would be 
That would be it. But yeah. Well, thank you for being on the podcast, Amiga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. If you know if you have any questions or any other things, you can you know you can reach out to me. And if any other listeners are listening, but do you have any like any other feedback you want to give off or anything you want to ask or questions you want to say in the podcast? Um, I mean, I've really enjoyed your podcast. Uh, I've, I mean, I just found out about it like five days ago, I think, whatever Thursday was. <laughs> and I don't know, it, it's been helpful for me in, in the short amount of time. I've, I've listened to a lot of them. Yeah, you know, I have a lot of free time at work to just have headphones in. Nice. Um, I, I really enjoy the interviews. I think those are my favorite things. Lovely. Well, I'll let you know, like, people will probably enjoy this interview. They'll probably relate a lot to what you have to say because it's good. <laughs> a lot of people are also struggling with relationships. And like you said, you related to Gabby. I'm sure people relate to you <laughs> having mm-hmm. to live with their significant other or ex significant other. And, you know, I always. I, I joked with her one time after she came out. I'm like, you know, I always thought it would have been me that came, but that that was before I came out to her. Yeah, and she yeah. she's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, nothing. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Megan. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, thank you, yeah. an awesome guest. Sure, thank you very much. And now it's time for Kirsten's Corner. And this week's Kirsten's Corner. Kirsten's Corner. Can we talk about uh, the new standard now of drive-by parties <laughs> and drive-by gatherings? Oh, ga- I mean, gatherings? sure. I don't know what that has to do with this podcast. But... I think it's interesting because it's now that's how we gather and understand one another. And in, this, in the idea of, like, distancing, this is how we're supposed to, like, interact now for future, like, all gatherings, essentially. Like, if, like, for dating, which I did an episode about... How are we supposed to date now Now that we're, like, six feet away from each other? And, I don't know, with drive-by parties, we just went to one. I don't know if you want to talk about that and how it was, hey, we should all hang out. Nah, six feet away. <laughs> um, I think it is what it is, you know? Like, this is the new normal, and I guess we just have to get used to it. I don't know. I mean, we don't get to go to restaurants and eat with our friends. We can't go to indoor parties or... You're okay with it? You're no, okay of course with... not. As a social person, as a person who loves spending time with people, I'm not. But it's like, I understand this is what we have to do. I mean, there are a lot of things that we, well, you know, maybe not. Maybe that this is, we haven't gone through anything like this, but we are. And like, we either have to get used to it or, or we either have to do it or don't do it and maybe get coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like, and I think... It's either we get used to it or we complain about it and nothing happens with it. Like, we go places and not wear masks and people feel unsafe. I don't know. How like, do you feel about people wearing masks and not wearing masks? I mean, I feel... I don't know. I feel like people should wear masks. You know, it gives them... It, you're not protecting pe- You're not protecting yourself. You're protecting other people. And I think that's what the big thing is. And I think people think that they're doing it because... You're, you're we're doing it for each other i don't know and i feel like people have a hard time with helping each other yeah but what about my right to have my face without a mask 
You know, like God never gave me that right to. Oh my gosh! Mask. What do you what do you say to those people who That's... refuse to wear a mask in the store? I think it's inconsiderate. I don't know. Like, I don't really have much to say about this. Yeah, you do. I mean, not like people, anything. You don't like people who. I don't like people who are privileged that they think that they're that they they're above it all or above have get anyone can get it. So I don't know like why So do you think we <laughs> do you like wearing masks? No. No. Of course not. But Yeah. You know. But you do it because uh, keeping other people safe and making other people feel more comfortable around being around me, you know? How do you feel about the uh, fist bumps and no high, no more high fives and no more like hugging. It's sad. I, I, I'm not going to say I don't miss those things. Of course I do. I miss being free and able to do whatever I want, but we can't. And it's like, and you don't have to be okay with it. You don't have to be happy and like you can't not feel sad, but you still have to know that you have to do it. And like, yeah, there's that video you showed me of that girl who was like, at Whole Foods or something yeah or whatever. and then she went online and did like a whole thing of like I miss you know hugging, hugging babies and shit well yeah so, so does everybody but do you want to hug that baby and give it freaking coronavirus no like you know what I'm saying like there's you can be sad about stuff and that that's a lot of the things I see on people's like Instagram stories or whatever like uh, people post quotes you're like we're allowed to feel sad and we're allowed to be upset but you still have to follow the rules you know mm-hmm it's just it's common courtesy now and it's like this is the new new normal like you know that's it i don't know it's change and nobody likes change so yeah and i i mean yeah that's it (laughs) i I don't know you think we can keep this up as a group of people the six Uh, i mean we're gonna have to i mean not everyone will there's already people who aren't doing it mike all these people on the people who don't wear masks and stuff yeah people who go or people who go to like pool parties and go to oh yeah what's up with that that's dumb yeah people gather and like there's no way that everyone's gonna do it you know because people are stubborn people are selfish people are uneducated or ignorant or they're just unaware or they don't care but like you can't that's it like what are you gonna do you can't control everybody like people have their rights even if they shouldn't you know <laughs> and then how about like haircuts and stuff like i just got one because somebody was open and i got it done but yeah you're gonna get your hair done i think is everyone if everyone's being safe taking the right precautions like things can and should open up but as long as people are abiding by the rules and the thing is not everybody is gonna do that but like you have to at least understand that and you can be mad about it and you could be you know upset but it's like people are gonna do whatever they want i don't know people are selfish that's what i have to say about that it's true so i guess yeah forever we'll have these drive-by parties and get together yeah i mean wear masks forever i don't know you know like you can be upset and cry about whatever or you could not and just learn how to deal with it so do you think we'll ever return to the past or return to a place where we don't need masks for events or something i don't know Uh, maybe maybe not like i just don't know i'm just it's what it is it's depressing yeah because we used to go to clubs and bars and stuff and be like 
We used to, you know, you'd be like one foot away from a, a, a person. Or, or inches away from a person. Yeah, it'd be like real close. And now all of a sudden that's not likely anymore. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, it probably won't be forever, but who knows how long that meet what that means. Like, how, how old will we be, you know? I don't know. Like, I mean... It's almost the summer. And- like, I consider myself lucky because I have you. I'm able to see my family. I have a job. You know, we can still go to the stores. We live in a populated area. So, yeah, there's, like, risks. But at the same time, we're still able to have access to things that we need. Um, Crazy. You know, like, we're supposed to get married. And maybe it won't be the way that we had planned. But, you yeah. know, it's what it is. And... I think it's just that there's people, and I'm not saying this is how I feel every day. Sometimes it's shitty. Sometimes I don't want to do anything because I miss doing normal things. So I choose to do nothing at all. But some other days, like, it's okay. It's what it is. This is life now. And I think, again, like, you have to just kind of cope in the way that you can and hope that things will get better. It's great crazy and then we'll have forever zoom parties and stuff right yeah or zoom meeting things which is crazy yeah i mean i miss things that i miss and i'm grateful for the things that i have yeah you're okay with zoom parties zoom of of course again of course not but if this zoom meetings are better than nothing thankfully this is happening in a time where we have technology yeah imagine like 20 years ago we didn't have shit even 10 years ago, it wasn't the quality and everyone didn't have that technology 10 years ago. True. So, yeah. Damn. I mean, it's what it is. Crazy. As you do your nails right now. Well, I miss, do, I miss getting my nails done. Truth. Same. I miss getting sugared and waxed and autumn tanks. Okay, that was it. That was Kirsten's Corner. Kirsten's Corner. What a depressing Kirsten's Corner. Yeah, that was very depressing. And that's it for this week's episode, guys, where you heard me talk to Megan about her life and a little bit about her story as a cross-dresser. You also heard me talk a little bit in the beginning of the episode about COVID-19 survivors. You heard Kirsten talk about her COVID-19 experience and what she thinks it might look like in the future. So um, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to come back real soon with another episode with my interview with Diane, a crossdresser from the great state of Pennsylvania. It's a pretty good episode. It's going to be a little long. I might run it like two or three parts just because it's pretty good. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. should be coming up soon. I'm editing as we speak, so it should be up sooner than later. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your May of what's left. I hope you guys had a good Memorial Day and... Mother's Day and June's coming up so hope you guys have great plans for that it's the summer it might be spent inside but hey it's still the summer right anyways that's it for this week's episode as always keep it fresh stay blessed and remember you're gorgeous again I'm not here to treat or diagnose anything guys I'm just here to tell my story I have people come on the podcast and tell their story and and maybe you guys can learn from it And I hope it helps you guys understand the world of cross-dressing and gender a bit more.